want to show with this guy, man. Look at him, man. Shaggy the airhead. On the beat. What the fuck is wrong with this guy, man? Look at him, man. To Which be says fair, a lot about fucking yeah, everything. I know, and to be fair, Derek, I am the loudest person in pretty much every. That's room. why me too. And then my parents were like, "Is there another one? Like, what the <laughs> fuck?" I seriously. And then my parents used to be like, "Was your father there that night?" My I don't, father was always there. I don't remember. I remember meeting your father, me. but not your mother. Wait, did you meet? Oh, no, I, I remember meeting your I mother, not your father. You fucking cooked, bro. I was going to say, you never met my father. Well, that was what I was, yeah. I, that, that was no where we were did. going. He was in the fucking room forever and high. And then he came out. The first show he came to was Apathy at the Palladium. Oh, I remember like, that the one. the biggest show. And then remember I came out to Married with Children? Huh. Like, everything was so, oh. like, what's he going to say? That what's shit was on? fucking broke. I'm not the you, best. You oh, my God. I no, mean, first like, of all, that was the best. And we are the best. No. Ladies and gentlemen, how do you do? Get out of here. That was a minute-long intro. That's a uh, new record. Yo, um, he snuck up on me. No, I, I Well, no, because I try to do that sometimes if the conversation's in a good spot where I feel I can performatively say something that's going to be like a, hey, welcome to the show, because hey, welcome to the show. Um, I'm also going to point out that, yes, uh, it's February, and you're just now hearing shit because my life has been a fucking mess and I'm trying to make it work. Um, and Derek has been fucking uh, hot at the, the pottery wheel creating this fucking uh, this project and doing all kinds of stuff. As a matter of fact, our listeners don't know about your... Uh, uh, viral, yeah, learning your learning viral moment. So yeah, no. Uh, if you'd like to, because uh, you know we've been talking about terminal wellness for a good long time now, so I feel like it's a good. Uh, it would definitely be worth at least. Uh, oh yeah, regaling so, them real and quick. I know because I, I seen I've been more off uh, social media because of everything that's happened in the past few weeks. But I do want to shout out uh, a few people that were in the comments. Your name is Connor or Ryan. I'm terrible, and I've been off the internet because of this sketch blowing up. I think I, Connor, I think I know exactly who you're talking about. He's a good dude. Right, and, uh, you know, I know there's a few of you out there that listen to this and have watched the Uncle Ernie sketch, and if you haven't, more or less, making a movie, Terminal Wellness, about a suicide clinic in the future. A couple people fall in love with that, and, uh, you know, all the repercussions and situations involving that. And uh, one of the promotional videos is a sing-along with a puppet urn uh, named Uncle Ernie singing to a group of terminally ill children. <laughs> and it's all on a fake website, like it's a fake suicide Laughing clinic. just thinking about it, because I, having watched it now, it, it really is such a funny sketch. It's ridiculous. And uh, yeah, more or less, like we released the sketch on January 5th, and then Dude, we that did wow. a, yeah, uh, so I'm so, saying, bro. And then, uh, oh, it's been a crazy month. Yeah, so it is. We released the sketch on January 5th, and then I paid for one YouTube ad, which for the record, because everyone in the world thinks that we put it on YouTube Kids and get it towards children and all this crazy shit, I, it was a paid YouTube ad for people who are 18 up and who are fans of South Park and Always Sunny in Philadelphia in just general vulgar comedies because I figured, hey, maybe they'd like something like this. And then it was seen by many people in Canada where these ads, because I did target it that way because 
based off of an existing suicide program called MADE in Canada. And more or less, people in Canada saw it and thought it was real because uh, the MAID program... That shit blows my fucking brain away. Because, and, and I've said this before, I don't mean to cut you off, but, or I've said this to you anyway, that it blows my mind that Uncle Ernie is what got people to think this shit is real and not the commercial. That, it blows my mind. Yeah, and I think that's because we're sliding into idiocracy for real, for real. But, uh, yeah, a lot of backlash. Pretty much video went viral because people were sharing... They were, which is interesting about people who hate things, they were recording it on that television and then uploading it to X, talking about how, you know, the WEF and Bill Gates is trying to depopulate the earth through suicide clinics and they're coming after our kids. And if you do know me and know this project, I literally have seeded these kind of elements throughout the videos to evoke a response like this. Just didn't know it was gonna end up with this many death threats in my email. I well, um, I would have had to, not for nothing. I think that's probably because, in the way that you approach most things, you know that you're a, re a mostly good person, and so you wouldn't think, oh, who's gonna? Well, uh, you gotta, you gotta We're leave a little. You gotta good, leave yeah, a little room not, for like, fuckery. I like that you just said good at all. But well, in any case, my point here is that. You were not thinking to yourself, oh yeah, people are gonna want to kill me for making a fucking sketch about a puppet, but or a sketch about a you know a puppet urn. Right. But at the same time, it's just the way that you explained it to me, and this is what I think is so funny, is that people were like, oh yeah, that's great, and then you were like, oh yeah, funny story. I'm actually not with you guys, and then they're like, what? Fuck you. And that's exactly how it is in all of society now. Yeah. Where it's like, everybody is quick to jump on something because they see that, and oh, the headline, I like that, but then they go and read the article, and then they're like, wait, that's not even, it's a whole different thing. Wait, no, I don't like that. And like, right, and then we get, everybody is very polarized. Hey, uh, that's a big part of the point of the film, is because like, oh, we yeah. did something, you know, being a registered, I haven't voted in a while, but when I did, you know, registered independent, traditionally Democrat voting only because they co-opt human rights issues. They're not good people. It's just the party that co-opts human rights issues. Yep. So then they put you to the fire and they're like, you care about fucking humans, you bitch? You better vote for me. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, that's, and, it, and it is like, funny how it works that way. That's the same thing uh, as like... Every single time. It, where at the, uh, when you're at the grocery store, where this is my favorite shit, where it's like... <laughs> South Park did this whole thing about uh, take the sandwich out of the starving child's mouth uh, at, the, at, the, at the counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But literally at fucking Petco, it'll say, "Do you want to donate to homeless pets?" It's like, what the fuck do you mean? Are you giving it to do like... I want it? No, like literally, no. Take the fucking food out of the homeless dog's mouth and then give it the needle, and then fucking send it off into the. Oh well, we can't even go into all that. Uh, but no, seriously, I have been loving the response, first of all. And second of all, I really, it's hard to explain to y'all because you haven't been, like, you're not here with us and you haven't seen a lot of the process. But I really, bro, I so believe in that, in this project. I so believe that it is going to be made and succeed and that people are going to, it's going to be, I said this to you once already, this is inherently a movie that will save lives if, if, if and when it gets made, more when it gets made. It's not an if at all at this point. And 
fucking because there are we know movies that have helped save our lives movies that have vastly improved the quality of our lives literally defined my life i'm saying my life i'm saying bro and i absolutely certain pain yes and I and no and bro and I'll tell you and I absolutely believe 100% in my heart not only because I love you but also because one what I've seen has been gold all of it and second of all everybody that you get involved with it also agrees this is great and I look forward to it being made so I you know again we'll as many updates as we can continue to give on that we're gonna keep doing it yeah definitely and check out uh, if you haven't already www terminal-wellness.com the video is banned on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. So the way to watch this, if you're curious, it's right on the website. You go to the website, and it's it's embedded. It's on Rumble, and uh, oh God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> you, you, know, the, the, you gotta you know, go. You, know, you gotta the, go hang with you know, the alt right. Yo, know, you know what? You know, you know what is uh, hilarious? Now people have found my Facebook, and I had an essay on my Facebook. That's why, if anybody's listening, and you might have said something, and I'm not responding. I used to haunt my facebook now i'm like terrified it's understandable honestly like you get to a point where you just fucking fucking you know i'm also what to be also perfectly candid we are people who do care about the film i love you thank you so much and keep paying attention because we're getting into the pitching stage stage of the film so please keep us in your fucking hot thoughts prayers incantation sigil circles fucking whatever you do I know I appreciate that last part because we definitely I'd like to think that we have some witchy listeners I would hope so well cause you wanna know what bro I honestly I had a thought earlier today while I was sitting at the parking lot at Burger King uh, waiting to go uh, pick up Orion from basketball and it's it, it is one of the more sinister things where the idea of thoughts and prayers have been demonized because I do agree that if all you have to offer is thoughts and prayers, you're not offering much. Right. But what I also do genuinely believe is that that's probably one of the reasons why the world is as unbalanced and chaotic as it is right now because people think that their words and their actions only hold as much weight as they can see. Right. I think the, like, I genuinely believe if I, like, the, when I had this thought was when I seen a dude pull up and he stopped, he got out and got into his passenger seat and he started counting some money and he had, he had a kid in the back seat with him. And I'm having my thoughts back and forth. But first, like, oh, he's a dad, he's getting his kids some food. And then when he's switching, he's counting money in the passenger seat. I was thinking to myself, oh, that's weird. I guess that could be any number of things. But then this girl came out, and then they got in the car and they drove away. And what I said was, God bless. I'm not particularly a religious person, you know that. But, like, that's just something that I say when it's like, oh, that's that's a nice thing that I saw. Good for them. And I genuinely do. But, like, I realized in this moment that I might not see it. But for all I know, the fact that I said, God bless those people, that maybe for that moment some positive energy might head their way. And even if not for them, but just in general. Like, I feel like there's not enough emphasis anymore on, like, the weight of words and thoughts. Oh, yo, that's huge. And especially, I mean, we are talking about terminal wellness, mental health. That is such a large component of it. But it's going to make a resurgence. And it always is through 
profit, which good things happen in this country, unfortunately, but we're there, we're on the precipice, because psychiatric medicine, you know, became just, like, really another business, and then, like, treatment for white walls, you know what I mean? Oh, boy. And now, we're making a cool new, we're turning the corner, where there's these, like, half, I'd say even 90% of them are snake oil salesmen, where there's, like, psychiatric retreat clinics or something like oh, that. Oh, God. Let me tell you what is the solution, though, and I said this on an interview we did with these people in Australia recently. And then we can talk about motherfucking the calm and the tempest. No, absolutely. Here, Juggalos, I swear to God what I'm talking no, about. Hey, no, look, you want to know what? Like... Again, we do things our own fucking way here. And quite frankly, I have been really excited about what's been happening with Terminal Wellness. And I think that with what we're doing here, the whole idea of the Carnival Grounds is to just be a podcast about Juggalo shit. And you, frankly, are one of the most, like, for real juggalos I've ever, or will ever know, quite frankly. Like, uh, like, and that's not even on purpose. Like that's, it's not like you're trying to be. Like you just I'm are. A, I feel like I'm a 007 undercover juggalo, though, because nobody ever even knows. No, and then all no, of bro. Like, all of my favorite, yeah, ju- um, all of my favorite I'm, juggalo homies in my life. Deep in it. All of my closest juggalo homies or the juggalos that I like the most are not people that come off as... Like, for me, if it wasn't for the tattoo, for the most part, people wouldn't know. Just see me walking around. I don't seem like a juggalo until, you know, unless I'm fucking dressed in my uh, my clown suit. You wear fucking lazy and crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's recent. You wear fucking... When you showed up to my comedy benefit show for Terminal Wellness, you were wearing your fucking Hell's Pit fucking... Jersey, I think. No, no, no. It's just a regular Hatcher Man one. Because remember, you walked in and then Brianna did a yes. Juggalo joke. Yes, I did. Psycho, you are a Juggalo. Well, you no, dress but, like a Juggalo. Yeah, well, okay, when I'm... Okay, my point... There's nothing wrong with that. No, what I was saying was if I'm not directly representing at that moment... <laughs> Which is every minute. Well, well, for the most part, look, you want to know what, man? I've really thought about it a lot. And the fact of the matter is. There's nothing wrong with it. If I had the money, bro, people out there, you might think that I'm like. I have, oh, I do have stuff wrong with me now, now that I say it out loud. But yeah, I got shit wrong with me. I have like fucking three pairs of pants and fucking two hoodies. You know what I mean? I used to have merch back in the day. And one day I might wear merch again. You know what I mean? But I just wear what the fuck I want to wear. You know what I mean? That's like, exactly why I wear the shit that I yeah. do. Which, by the way, I'm going to tell you right now. Lazy and crazy, that kind of shit. I don't honestly think that everybody can wear clothes that loud. Because I think that some people would be weirded out by the fact that everybody is like... Just looking like, what the fuck? Like, for me, bro, I'll tell you right now, I honestly had this thought not that long ago, was one of the reasons why I behave the way that I do over the course of my life, like, this was a major realization for me, was I always, in my head, because of OCD and because of paranoia, I always think that people are looking at me and talking about me. So I just behave and dress in a way where I make sure that that's true. Right. I know. And I know that because you want to hit... This is good podcast material. <laughs> Some real shit. When me and Max tried to, like, make a business with fucking USR, right? We went to the fucking uh, bank. And I remember, like, both of us suck at business shit. That's just a fact, you know, if you know us. that And, like, we're missing a business component completely, which is why everything's been in Arrested Development for so long. And you see the two of us in a, in, in a bank... I'm high, like, trying to, like, <laughs> like get I'm my... I'm sure vision. I was high, too. <laughs> doing, like, Tai Chi moves in Probably. a fucking bank. <laughs> and I, I was like, 
I don't know how this is gonna go. <laughs> now you want to know what? Let me tell you something, Derek. So that, I know exactly that's, how that's, it's gonna go. It's Pixie Dead and Mad Max, right? Yeah. Now. And by the way, oh, just so we can be clear, I was saying this earlier that fucking there are two different kinds of people in the world people that are busy living their lives and people that are like oh i wonder what it's like to have the kind of freedom where you can just live your life yeah like legit there are people oh, better or worse we're doing it yeah look you want to know what man let me but tell that you that was one of the funniest fucking things that i like just kind of kept in my back pocket for so long i'm like he has no idea how like absolutely insane this looks like. I'm like, but you, uh, well, but you do, so you lean into it, and then that you is, just yeah. that right no, now. A lot of the, no, a lot of the time, you gave yeah. me the opportunity to be like, that's what I do, and I'm like, yes, you did, and you did that years ago. Oh <laughs> no, and, be- oh, and, and believe me, times. oh, and believe me, my mother has not been a fan of that shit for my entire life. But no, what I'm also gonna say is that to me, I genuinely. Because Juggalo shit is so strange in the sense that when you look at it from a completely uh, unbiased outside perspective, you would never assume that there is any profundity in there. You would just assume, oh, these are just the goofs having a romp. But when you really look deep into shit with what ICP is trying to do, it's, although I will say, a great album where I'm going to shoot that down very soon. Well, but this is what I was going to say is that... Keep going. What I... My thought upon listening to The Calm and Eye of the Storm uh, again just before uh, he got here was that the Six Jokers cards felt like the carnival. The Calm and the Eye of the Storm felt like Joe and Joey being like, we got to make more music. What are we That's doing? where the profundity... Profundity? Is that how you say yes. that? Well, that went out the window a little bit, and I'll tell you why. Uh, a man named Alex Abbas fucking went, see you later. Went goodbye. And then fucking... Left lots of unpaid bills. Mike Clark, and I wish we looked up... We have to look this up. No, go right, please. We should... Can we pause, actually? I had to take a picture. Yeah, sure. This is important for, All the, right. for the show. I don't, Hold on. I don't want to have to <laughs> this bullshit. Fair enough. Ha! Profundity in the absence of it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> it's not that they it wasn't profound tracks no, uh, on, on the calm and the tempest, but I'll tell you this: well, this tempest was, is a different story entirely. Well, yeah. Okay, so let's do the calm first. Okay, so calm and the strong. Yeah, w- this is what I said to you so many times, and I'll say it to you on the motherfucking mic. This is how we we should do it, in my opinion, because of how drastically different everything is. Um. We're going to talk about The Calm and Tempest today. Then, we're going to talk about Eye of the Storm and Hog Rock on the next episode. Okay, that's fair. Because that was the Eye of the Storm. And I, I have a, just let me do it. No, I, no, no, I don't remember, so no, no, that, yeah. now that you say that, yes. I do remember. And I have said that so many fucking times, but I'm, but I'm saying it again. But, uh, yeah, so, The Calm, uh... Produced I think entirely that the by was, do, do Rosemary you know, was on the comp, right? It was. Do you know that it was in let's go one let's go down. Let's go break this bitch down. Uh, break so it down it, now. So the comp. Did you know that it was entirely produced by ICP? That I was do a remember big, that. That was a big selling uh, yes, point. Yes, if it you was. Remember. And now that we're I haven't adult. thought about it in a while, but yes, I do remember. So that. let's hold on to that. <coughs> we're adults. I guess that actually now that I'm thinking about it really does make sense because when I was just listening to it, because yeah, it was not an album I ever listened to a lot of. Right, and I listened to it a lot as a matter of fact. I, that was when I was making my first 50 right, Dead. Right. I can dig it. Yeah. Well, all I was going to say was that 
they weren't bad, but the beats on the comp did feel a little bit janky. Yeah, it'd be like so. climate. It's like when I <coughs> had to make beats because my yeah. producer fucking, you know, had. <coughs> to that end, on. though, I will say, and again, just having brought it up, I know it's not the first song, but um, Rosemary is a great track. And even the, the, the beat's not amazing, but that hook. She's groovy. Like, I don't know why, she but... She makes me happy. I try to refrain. I walk on and then I run right back. I'm at it again. She's calling. Oh, man. No, Badass. Why, yeah, this, this, and it, the, and the like. ending is fucking... The, it, it ties it up so perfectly. And they've done that, that motif a few times where, like... Oh, I'm just. Uh, it turns out I'm actually just standing outside staring. Yeah, I'm just a crackhead. Oh, what did he say? Uh, I I walk up to the glass. I lick it with my tongue. I notice that the house is vacant. I'm, I'm staring, staring at, at no one. Ugh, fuck. I'll talk about how much I love Mental Warp every chance I get it. I, every every time I think of it. But no, um, I remember. What do you like rolling over? How do you like the song? Rolling, rolling over was kind of uh, like. Well, the subsequent remixes. Uh, I mean, Rolling Over was not terrible, but it was also just like, kind of like I said, and not in a bad way necessarily. Because, again, once you fucking, you drop the fucking, the six, you drop Hell's Pit, and then you're literally just sitting, like literally almost just sitting in like an empty canyon. It's just like, fuck, I have to build a new carnival. God damn it, what do I do? Um... Fuck, let's just keep rolling. And, like, rolling over, by the way, it has a very similar vibe, in my opinion, uh, of what, in the vein of what I'm saying, as We'll Be Alright. Which, it's just kind of like, like I said, it's this... It's the happy version of it. It's the same concept, it's just rolling over. It's like, bitch, we're rolling with it. We're rolling over. Right. Uh, look up, we got still got so far to go. You know what I mean? No, like, for sure. So that's... And, now, that's, and you want to know what? That was... Because again, that I the calm was never an album I listened to a ton of. Right. So I it's I not as committed to memory. Yo, because I just was recording the first. No same. Dead. I would. I had just so recorded. Me, uh, everyone hated it. I'll never forget buying the CD and I'm like playing it and I'm excited. You want to know what I think it was, different. bro? It was different. No, you and no, I mean? you have a better sensibility with these things, which is why you're always ahead of the curve on it. In my case. I had just started getting into rapping, and again, for me, it was the whole lyricism on high. Yeah. And so because of that... This was conceptual. Every song Exactly. And not to mention, especially because we're going to get into the, uh, the Tempest, I still feel like it was a letdown when they decided to be like, oh, it's actually a roller coaster. Because they had talked about, like, in the album, it comes across that it was meant to be a storm, and they do and that. This is where but... I'm going to shatter the profundity thing. Where it well, was that's what very... I'm saying. I don't. I didn't find these ones to be profound. It was that was very, what I was saying. There's bits and pieces. Oh, like, well, of course. But, but it was I very like tried from the beginning. Yeah, with that's what I was they, saying, man. Yeah, because they were like, oh, uh, a Latin word for storm. That sounds pretty cool. You know, <laughs> like it was very obvious. Like, and even as I think I was 16 or 17. I was like, yeah, that's a little, you know, fucking. But I, but I thought, I love I thought, the idea I thought of a, a storm. storm and that I, thought, I love. And I, we all, all of us expected, and this is what they probably reconsidered, man. Think about this. We were expecting the intros of Bizarre, but an album. Basically. You know what I mean? I like, think, I, no, I think that's fair. Right? I think that's a fair assumption. And I think Jay is 
when he's dead, everyone will give the real props, you know, like, he probably had a panic attack when he was like, wait a minute, we've kind of already explored that, but in their abstract way, and that's why when they do concept stuff, and I've done this with albums and releases too, and sometimes it's so funny, I'm just realizing why I've done that is because they've done that, where it's like, it's a concept, but it's not like every song is a, you know what I mean? It's just oh, like absolutely. very loose, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And uh, they, I think they had that idea, but it was so, like, fucking, like, it was just a half-baked idea. Like, what if we did that, like, on a major scale? And then they were also, Jay was a new dad, and at the fucking helm of everything, because Alex yeah. was gone. It was Jay and Billy Bill trying to figure out how to pay all the bills, all of the artists are leaving, and they, they I, I wonder when this was recorded because Lavelle is on it in the skit of. Uh, oh, is that on that? Oh, no shit. I, it sounds like Blaze, but if you I really, could dance, bitch! Man, you got one shoe on. I don't know <laughs> what you're trying to do. <laughs> you know, but like, yeah. That was Lavelle, no shot. Lavelle, I, I, I didn't look, know that. It's hard because Blaze sounds black like a motherfucker. Well, I didn't even. Th- I knew that it didn't sound like Blaze to me, but I didn't know that it was Lavelle. I'm almost positive it's Lavelle. I could believe it. Yeah. I mean, he was obviously because Eshan was on Deadbeat Moms, so he was fucking. They were around. And by the time that album came out, that was right before the Fallen Out, because this is right before yeah. Supervillains came out. Was that so? Okay, interesting. I had thought that Supervillains was maybe a little bit later than that, but... It is later, yeah. This came out, then Supervillains came out. Right, so now I guess we did that backwards, yeah. but... And who um, knows when the falling outs actually No, happened. for sure. They could have all for hated sure. each other before the album Oh, dropped, no, big facts. You know? I, like, I, it's at a point where I think that any number of different people that had been around... Because I will say this. Can you consider if that you pressure, were... though? Can we really stop for a second and think why the con uh, came yeah, out, you know, man. like, I, well, these listen. guys had all, their entire career they just built, it was like this, fucking yank, fucking no major distribution deal, your fucking record label CEO's gone, here's a fucking baby bitch, figure it out, <laughs> oh, and producers, hey, none of them either, better fucking learn how to make a beat, bitch, uh, well, you know? so, but with that said, and they gained enough money. This is my speculation, and it is purely speculation, as the Duke would say. I think this was, because he's very smart, I think this was always to build up the cash to get better producers to make the Tempest, because eventually, and we can talk more about the comp, but this is a good segue into the Tempest. No, for sure. Honestly, we can talk more about the Tempest than the comp anyway. I mean, the Tempest is, first of all, even if we're just talking about... I mean, between an EP and a full album, number one, but the idea that The Tempest just sounds like a better album, The Calm was like... Well, to hold on to the thought I was saying, I think they parlayed the money they made from The Calm, and that was always... Oh, no, I don't think you're wrong about that at all. ...to get Mikey Clock back, because if that's who... That's why... I gotta tell you, it would be... And I, you know, call me crazy, I don't really know how the industry works at that level, but... I would have to imagine, if they had done all the work that they had done at that point and made all the money that they had made, I, don't you feel like there could have been some level of, like, we will give you a percentage of this album? No, and I'll tell you why. You know what I'm saying? I'll okay, no, why. fair enough. I, 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 um, I knew this from reading the linear notes, being a very big fan since right? 1998, no, I, yeah. and fucking listen intently. Listening intently all the time. And, uh... 
when you read the album insert like for Tempest, which sucked because they weren't paying any like real good I, fucking. I probably didn't. It's it's comical how bad it is, you know. And um, again, they fucking ended up parlaying it into Bang Pow, Eye of the Storm first, but then Bang Pow Boom. They were just lost at the moment, you know. Was and that? Were, I thought that there was so much more time between. There is. There's years between all of these things. We're, when we're talking about the difference between just the calm and Tempest, that's two years, buddy. They can't Temp. Calm well, no. Out. Well, first of all, no. I know and that. And then Eye of the Storm came out fucking uh, in 2007 as well. Um, I thought it was 2008, but it was 2007. Right. Um, and but so that's what I'm saying though, because Bang Pound Boom didn't come out until like fucking 2010, 2009. Yeah. 2009. That's why albums take a while. So they were always. It's not like they took these long breaks. Like they're always fucking. If you pay attention, they're always like it, the sound is overlapping each other a lot of the times because of the nature how they record things and the way, the way they do deals and stuff with people too. It seems, but like. Right. Why this was as impersonable, but a more formulated album is because it said almost explicitly in the book, like beats produced by Mikey Clock, recorded at the cabin in the woods, wherever the fuck that was, and right. then like another thing. There was no funhouse, Matt. Like nothing mentioned. Like it was very clinical the way it was listed and described. Okay. And uh, then when I just did the Wikipedia thing real quick, because right. we're cooked and idiots and scribe things backwards and. Sometimes I hate, yeah. I hate doing that. Um, it was confirmed the thing, like they, it was a detached out. Like he basically sent the beats, and it was it was clinical. Oh no shit! So they All right, up, bro. They did not have like it wasn't amicable. It seems, and we will never know really because they live in a world of kayfabe and deceit. No, that's say, no, well. You want to be candid? It I is. Mean, yeah. I no, I, well, yep. yeah. I mean, it's kayfabe right. is, but like. Yes. It depends on... Breathe. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. No, listen. I can can say personally that in a lot of ways, for as deeply as I assail Juggalo shit, there are definitely aspects to things where I only know what I know and I chose to look no further into it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really watch interviews. I don't really, like... Because my thing is, the opinion that I have about most things, as long as I'm properly informed, and that's what's great about knowing you, because you are properly informed, but I like... What is properly informed? You actually do why Well, like, this is my point. Because the... I don't watch... That's why I always put the caveat that, like... This is this might not be correct. I know, true. Oh no. Well, first of all, everybody should always have that caveat just in case you you could always be wrong. But what I'm saying is that like I don't know the news, but if I've heard enough about what is happening in the news, then I'm able to at least give a general sense of it as a, and in most cases would not give a strong opinion of it because I don't have a full knowledge base. And that's the whole thing with Jay where like I never got so deep into the man's life and the way that he's living his life to be telling anybody about, like, the only time that I remember, and it wasn't even about them, it was more so about, I guess, the company, was uh, when that Will Sigler shit happened. Right. However long ago it was. Which, that's a whole strange thing, too, because somebody that I know and respect seems to speak highly of him, so it's very weird. But, again, that's one of these kinds of things where... The Juggalo world goes so fucking deep and spreads out so wide. Cognitive dissonance that, is a motherfucker too. Well, I mean, look, exactly. Yeah. But, Cognitive dissonance, codependency, 
there's a lot of things that like and i hope that with this podcast my contribution will be like if you consider these things might be happening to you like it's okay to like be your own person and be like you know i don't agree with so oh no let me tell you something that is one of the main things that i love about the circle of juggalos that i tend to communicate with is there is no end to the criticism of the culture and the people in it and at every level like nobody just gets some fucking pass about like like put it to you like this the shit that was happening with fucking uh I can't even remember how long ago it was but middle 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 Jay hey, was supposed what, to be on the game of uh what are we using for an ashtray today oh that's actually funny I haven't finished this yet um, here, just in the top half of the grinder. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, I'll empty that. Just don't want to go anywhere right now. You are a fucking gem, dude. Yeah, no, I know. I am, uh... Into the top half, ladies and gentlemen. Ashes are fucking sterile, what are you talking ashes about? Ashes are sterile. I like to fix ashes in my way. <laughs> Uncle Ernie's ashes, Well, yeah, exactly. And there's no, there's like no weed up here. That's exactly why. I, I didn't don't... say to, I, I didn't say to put it in the fucking weed part of the grinder. What are you talking about? I gotta get a fucking ashtray for this. Place. I have one in my room. I just never remember to bring it. Anyhow, he was supposed to fucking wrestle on GCW recently, Ooh. Jay. Oh, yeah. And then, because Twitter apparently found out a bunch of shit that he said on Loveline back in the day. And about all the 15 year olds. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, what? I didn't make him say that shit. Uh, but that? Bitch couldn't be a day over 13? Uh, well, 15? see now when we did, see now at the gathering when they do a little something, something, or not, uh, not a little something, when they do the netting game, which they still do for some reason, uh, he says 26. Or and then I think one other time he said 56. Like, obviously, he's trying to just be like whatever with it, but it's kind of like. Hey, eh. I, had, I had similar. We pedophile. all knew, no, you wanna know what? pedophile lines, dude, in a song called Uncomfortable and Awkward. I fucking said, you're barely 15 and I'm, I'm almost 21. And then it became, I'm finally 21. Then it was, I'm almost 31. Then it's, <laughs> I'm finally 31. And now I don't do the song anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Things change. <coughs> yes, they do. And you wanna know what? There is something to be said about shock value. And especially back in those days, where it's like... Well, you want to talk about rock and roll, just go... Yeah, let's tell Yeah, really. We go, go, for how much time do we have? Let's uh-huh. fucking start with Jerry Lewis and go from there. <laughs> like, I hope we're not using... Let's not be propping up Jerry Lewis as like... Oh, we're well, not. Well, Jerry Lewis fucked his no. cousin, then clearly Jay can say that... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you know you just took us down that path. Uh, not exactly. Obviously, like... Very just like, no, I said oh, if you know. we're going to indict everybody in rock and roll, <laughs> then fuck it. Let's just let's start with him this and then just go down the it line. Get, it gets pretty <laughs> Steven Tyler was fucking terrible. Let me tell you this, man. Let me tell you a couple things, Juggalos. <laughs> you can be a Juggalo and not, like, defend shit that you don't feel comfortable yeah. defending. Yeah, fucking Please factual. Please know that because... That's the if whole. You, if you, that's the whole point, exactly. So if you find out something, and it might be a hero or whatever, you know, you don't have to fucking die on a strange hill. Like, you know, like you can just, you can do what you have to do in life, which is like a healthy detachment, and you 
say, you know what, that guy might be a bad person or whatever, but it doesn't negate, like, life-changing culture that has changed my life and blah, 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 blah. Because especially when there's an emotional connection, and I only know this because I had a bad father. Not to fucking bring it to home, and but a lot of other people can probably relate that and project that to their relationship with Jay, which is unhealthy and overreaching in a lot of cases. And it's not good, but I understand it because I learned a lot more lessons of morality from a guy in clown paint over fucking cassette tapes than the guy who was passed out on the couch. You know what I mean? So I get that. Truly, honestly, definitely in every cell in my body. But there does come a point where we're adults and we're like, well, you know, I don't don't have to defend Sigler. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can just fucking be like, No, exactly. You know what? No, and, the, and again. Whoops and fucking let's go chicken hunting and fucking keep the You want to know what? You know? Quite frankly, to me, I look don't at Don't die it, on a hill you don't even fucking want to stand on. No, listen, bro. This is the whole thing. I have gotten to a point where, like, really think about it. For somebody in my position where making music like I do after all this time started where it did. Like... I think I've talked about this when we did the fucking Wraith episode, that when I saw the Wraith and saw that performance, that shit fucked me up inside for a while, like, on some, fuck, is this what, ha- is this just what happens at, by the end, but, again, what do you mean? I didn't, what do you mean, when you say by the end, well, not by the end, but, like, is this really, Answer you re- can why take, why re- recapture what we were talking about, just for people who don't well, know, well, just, the fucking, the fact that, the, the moment the magic got lost for you. you it, well, I wouldn't like, say the magic, got, magic lost, got lost, but, but it was no, it was definitely very to me. It was upsetting where I had wanted, I had so looked forward to the performance of the Wraith, and when like, and this at the gathering, which you know, uh, Oklahoma City. Okay, yeah, and which not for nothing, considering the fact that it has now been at Legend Valley every single year since then. I'm pretty sure. And I could be wrong, but I think that there were gatherings that were at... Yeah, of course there were gatherings. The Wizard Gathering was at Legend Valley. The fact that it was in Oklahoma City at the place that it was, in my opinion, was proof of nothing other than something was fucked up. Because there's no reason why I shouldn't have been able to be at Legend Valley, you would think. I don't know the exact reasons. Like, there are people that I'm on fucking Facebook with that apparently know the people that own the... the, They know the guy. Right. And it's like... The, the fact that it happened there means that shit was definitely not happening the way it was supposed to. And the fact that just that fucking performance, there were parts of it that were good for sure, but. Well, wasn't Jay like completely yeah, like, in a mire sure. of drug addiction? I'm pretty sure. Well, bro, hold on to that thought. That's why. You know, like, well, why wouldn't it be? In no, and that, listen, uh, bro, state, this is. Wrong place, this, is my, this is you know my point. This is my point. That I was not sure. You had a sure. logical conclusion. Well, no, it did. no, I did not. I wouldn't say at that point it was a logical conclusion. I would say that it was very emotional at that point. My point here is that I did not grasp at that point the idea. Like I, again, I don't look behind the fucking curtain. I already know enough about what's back there. Yeah. I don't need to be looking back there all the time. I'm much more interested in the show. Right. I don't need to fucking be involved in these people's lives. Yeah. And just to be clear, I'm not either. You know. Well, no, fair enough. But at the same time, I, and here's the thing: I think this is the sincere differences is that when it, I think when you approach material that might really conflict your view of somebody, you'll just be like, "Fuck that! I ain't listening to that." Well, I don't know about that. I there's nothing that I've listened. There's nothing from ICP that I haven't listened to 
because I felt like if I did listen to it, I'm not talking about listening to it. We're talking about you talking about hearing about behind the scenes shit and this that rumors blah blah blah. I'm not talking about the content of the music. Oh, you know? all right. Although there was a point where you did like you know, but we've already went over that like fucking brush off like fucking swaths of the catalog for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. You know? So first of all, don't because I've been we've been over and this. And I know that's why I said. No, that. bro. I literally. The people, the, the number of people even that I know, because it's not even just one. No, but, it's a type of juggalo. No, bro. but the, the, you're missing my point. You're not even letting me get there. Is the the amount of juggalos that the original six is all that fucking exists. I know, and there's people in the woods, and they only have the six CDs. Well, all right, okay. First of all, I appreciate that. You were gonna dick. say it, weren't no, you? No, oh no, I wasn't. I it was the same sentiment, but I wasn't gonna break that out again because I knew I had said it already. I don't want to be fucking Joe Rogan repeating myself every fucking time I like <laughs> saying the exact same story of fucking and verbatim a hundred times in a row, uh, which I still listen to it. That's the fucking terrible part. <laughs> well, you listen but, for the guest, and then you, uh, you hang on. Yeah, you hang on through the fucking dumb Rogan shit. You know what? Oh, that's funny, because it really is. That's how it works, bro. It is. It is. But, no, listen, I got to tell you, I think that getting back to, because I also want to, just for the record real quick, because then we will get back to the Tempest, um, we don't have to go in a straight line. We can just, oh, this is the episode about the Tempest. Literally, if we, or the the comment, that's been established a lot. Too. Yeah, but if we just say it at one point, we can talk about literally anything else for the rest of the time. It doesn't really matter. Right. So, we don't need to be worried about if we are strictly on point. It's all about having a good conversation. But, I will say that when Tempest came out, I didn't like it, but... I absolutely believe that there are verified classics on that album, and more than one. This very good, like very good. Songs and there's on that's that what album. I'm saying is that it, there is. I listened I to it it's again just recently. We wanted this cohesive concept so bad. Well, because we, come like, on, the way that they had fucking presented it, that it was going to be just this horrific storm of just like, and they were talking about aliens in the first part. Yeah, the bro, circle, the yo, fucking yo. art on the calm With made the me like exactly yeah. that. Looking do you at that, what the cover of the Tempest looked like. Of course I do. It was like that's kind of my point. Is that it's just like fuck, describe man. it to the people. What does it look Why like? Why do I have Tell to Tell me what that? it looks like. It looks like I I mean, I don't remember specifically, but it was, you know, people on a roller coaster, basically. It's like it wasn't nothing crazy. It's just kinda Oh god. Exactly. I just showed Max. <laughs> I thought it was I forgot that it was that. It's really bad. And if you look Holy shit. That's not even the quality of my phone, I don't think. <laughs> Which I have a bad phone, but like, no, it's like. <laughs> no, I, really bro, bad. I, I know exactly what you're saying. And the booklet's not that great either. No, listen, you want to know what, man? This but is kind of my point. The songs are fucking banging, in my opinion. No, I, li- I think I like some of love. those, some of the songs on that album are amazing. Alley Rat is a banger. Alley Rat, I um, do this. Fucking haunted bumps. Haunted, uh, fucking. The tower. Oh, uh, the tower is so far. The tower is nasty. Super fire. The there video, was a video yesterday. Was, of course. Nasty. I remember that shit. Fucking yo, and you know what was really crazy? And I, I, I gotta look this up to see if it's true, because my brain and being like this, thought my co-diagnosed whatever the fuck OCD with me, 
And a lot of that, they say, like, you know, uh, false memories and, like, you make up shit, kind of. And I, and I believe that, you know, because I have such a fucking, uh, imagination that I, yeah. do, I do think that that is a possibility. All right, when was The Tempest released? You said 2007? March 20, so it is the truth. Yeah, it came out. Tempest comes out. Tempest comes out a month before the Virginia Tech shooting. (laughs) I'll never forget, because this is a real memory. And I had to confirm because I'm in therapy and I want to try to figure out what's real and not. And uh, I remember sitting in my house and we're watching, because, you know, when you're younger, the the unhealthy fixation on. I was into the not into that's it. I was though, like you know, serial killers and shit like that, and the DC sniper. Because oh yeah, no same. That was no not for nothing. I was death tarot cards, and it was a father son duo. You know, like it was very interesting. And the Virginia Tech shooting, you know, classic, you know, school shooter. But I remember playing the tower, dude, when it was when like it's on the TV, and I kept playing it over and over. Bro, you want to talk about some crazy timing? Um. Class Time Horror came out not too long before that, so uh, not, not too long after that whole thing. Not for nothing. I always suspected that because this kid was into a lot of weird shit online, that it was possible that he might have heard fucking Class Time Horror because his whole deal, uh, Cho Sing Hoi or Ho, however you pronounce, say his name, his whole deal was he hated like the rich kids. He hated the way that they, you know, like, you know, he was in many ways the first incel. Oh, I remember his little manifesto. Yeah, exactly. And I'm trying to remember if there was a picture that he had that was similar to a picture that I had taken. I can't remember if that's true or not, but it was, I heard something the other day that the whole reason why he was able to do what he did was because he changed the doors. The whole reason was nobody could get out. Like, if people had been able to run, it would have been a different story. But he just fucking... That was some crazy shit. But, point being, right around that time, it was definitely, like, metal bands. I can't think of a specific... uh, Manson did the Nobodies, which was about school shooters. But it was, like... Anatomy school shooting was like in vogue. Anatomy of a school shooting. Ill yeah, Hill, exactly. Like that was all around that same. That was all around that yeah. same time. Two thousand four, five, six. Yeah. Like when a lot of that shit was. Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what year. I think it was two thousand. Two thousand one when Columbine happened. Because that was the. Because that was obviously the beginning of it. But I fucking. Well, actually, wasn't it? Didn't I hear somewhere that fucking Dylan Klebold's father was in the CIA or some shit, or he was a fucking federal agent or something? I don't know. I believe it, yo. From the what I've gained, those kids were not bullied. They were fucking pricks. Oh fucking... no! Well, listen. Oh no! Uh, so Time Suck did an episode about it, and if you Last do any research, well, but this is my point. If you do any research into it, you find out Dylan Klebold. Uh, no, Eric Harris. Eric Harris was just a true-to-life psychopath, and Dylan Klebold was enough of, a fo- a, a, enough of a follower that he was able to be sucked in by this person who was like, again, psychopaths are very fucking, like, you know, convincing. They're charming. Exactly. Yeah. So, at that point, fucking... You know, the craziest, most dangerous people are usually the most fucking... They light up the room, everybody loves them, dude. Like, it's horrifying, honestly. Yeah, that's 
so I gotta be fucking careful. Them and Israel fucking, like, threats that let you know. I, I appreciate them a lot more, honestly. Yeah, oh, no, like, it's what, like, it's, it's, like it's like George Carlin's old bit. They say the quiet ones are the ones you gotta watch. Like, what if there's a guy at the fucking bar banging a machete down, like, <laughs> I'm gonna kill the next motherfucker that looks, looks at me wrong. I think I'm gonna worry about that guy. I'm concerned with him. Fucking... Uh, no, but you want to know what? Again, the Tempest, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because again, I like to do this from a place of memory and not just like reading it off. Um, if I Was a Serial Killer is the last song in this yes. album. And that, bro, they did that shit as the last yes. song of The Gathering until forever. Bang Pao, until Bang Pao and my whole thing was that I honestly never really got into The Tempest, so every show at the end of the show, I was just like, yeah. all right, I yeah. guess. That's like, that's how you knew everyone's... But you want to know what, though? It sucks, though, because the reality, though, if I had been into it, and it almost makes me wish they would do it again, I'm gonna run with this Oh, I, I had been fucked up screaming that many times. No, I'm saying, man. Like, I know, and again, I can freely admit that I have been wrong about the way I felt about Psychopathic over the years many different times. And I that's think like, there's any bro, right or wrong No, but this is my point. This is exact. No, this is exactly. Well, but this is I my think point. it's psychotic if you know. I've had. Well, I believe me. I've had my that's very false. vocal. Just I've, so you know. I've had my very vocal opinion for a very long time, and you're correct. That is exactly what a cult is. Ding, ding, is ding. that you're not allowed to question it. So you're correct, and that's exactly why we do shit like this. Because fuck that. That's not what it is. And it's not also, by the way, it's not treated that way. It's by a the way, called Soda Gang. Because you want to know what? It was good. No, uh, true indeed. Well, it's, it's not even your patent, technically yeah. speaking. Isn't that... Didn't you say that... The uh, derivative, the entomology of it is P-Crack. Yeah, exactly. That's said, what I was saying. He you would d- say cult, cult, gang, gang. Right there, that's what it and was. And then I was like, clowns, clown, clown cult, soda, cult, gang. Clown, cult, soda, gang. Clown, cult, soda, gang. Hey, look, you want to know what, man? Here's soda, gang! The fact of the matter is... Make a group about it, you bitch. <laughs> Give bitch. me 10%. Whore. <laughs> Who, me? No, listeners. Oh, are they are, are they going to make a clown cult soda gang group? That You want to know what? Quite frankly... Then you can have a, an opener group called Two Whoops. <laughs> you want, oh, then man. you can have an opener for that called Shit I Said 20 Years Ago. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, you want to know what... Ah, that reminds me. Cause I did you know about TCP? TCP was Twisted Carney Posse. Twisted Carney Posse. Oh, that that must be just a joke non-group. Yeah, that's awesome. No, Isn't it was like no, a, bro. It was no, so bro, like no, it was Psycho Jesus and Danny Drive by and one other dude. And I'm trying to remember how many songs they did, but they did at least one song called "You Ain't Down." You ain't down. Yo, that... And that... It was... Bro, and that's the whole fucking point. I that was w- the joke. I can't wait until the Hog Rock <laughs> episode because I have such a good Psycho Jesus story. I'm gonna save it for that. Fair enough. <laughs> that was definitely during his heyday. Like, he was listen, an inspiration bro. as a oh, yeah. kid oh, to yeah. be, like, the truth. Oh, and for sure. Oh, bro. He was on... I remember when he went on stage. It's actually a shame. I didn't get to see him perform when he was on tour with Blaze and he was in the city in New York. Because I was at a concert with my father with some uh, some jazz shit across town, and I don't get to do shit with my dad too often. So, and it was a good time. But with that said, fucking Psycho Jesus was like on some like 
like tunnel runner, but more than that, like he was in the fucking like. I remember him telling me about how Mikey Clark like heard his shit and was like, oh yeah, he's got like a a solid sound and a solid look. Like he could definitely like do like. Psycho Jesus isn't a rapper for no reason other than he just doesn't fucking want to do it. And I have so much respect for that that he totally could and have a certain amount of like people fuck with him and want him to do it and would bring him on tour. But he's just like, nah, I'm all set. That's I'm I'm good. He would have to front so hard. It's not even so much fronting. It's more so that uh, I think I think he's just not interested. Everybody that that he's around all the time. Well, I mean, (laughs) which he did. He could do that. He definitely did do that. Bro, he did the faggot dick EP. All right, and I hope I don't get canceled for saying that, because that was bad. He did that shit to a Dipset beat. Faggot dick, faggot dick. Yes, I am a faggot. I swear to God, this is Psycho Jesus. Back in 2000 fucking, like, five, six, seven? I don't even fucking remember exactly when it was. But I swear to God, that was a thing he did. I believe it. He also did My Daddy Fucked a White Girl. Nah. Like, he was basically like that. He, 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 he was on that one a lot. Yeah. He was like, That's My Daddy Fucked a White Girl. He, made it, he brought a toes to a curl and brought me in this world. Nah. <laughs> that is bona fide Psycho Jesus lyric. And, you know, and again, bro, no, again, bro, Campbell he was Wiggins. on some original, like, that OG Tunnel Runner shit, which, by the way, was kind of right around this time, which I also think... This is when they were uh, get, uh, cultivating, they were doing deals, like, I remember allegedly they gave one to uh, Q-Strain, development deals, they were giving out, like, these, like, where they'd give them some cash, this is what I heard, this is all speculation shit, Right. this is because the people... You know, the people that I was around, you know, would bring me around, like, this dude, like, Lauren from Rotten Radio. Right. You know who that is? And it sounds familiar, but I can't, it's I not... I was around, like, you know, podcasters before podcasts. They, right, they right. Podcasters. Oh, no, well, yeah, they but it was, they, 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 it was called talk radio. Yeah, yeah, internet radio. Everyone everyone had an internet radio. Remember before it was, oh, like, yeah. fucking Oh, podcasts. yeah, but which... Yeah, because back then it was on some like, which again, that's the whole way that Jay even heard my shit or found me in the first place. Yo, W fuck off. That radio? What was that uh, no, it was a hatchet radio. Hatchet radio, that's it. Then it became W fuck off. That, it may have. That, it those did, may yeah. have been separate entities. I'm they not were, sure. They were, because hatchet radio, hatchet radio had the witching hour, I'm pretty sure. Or well, W fuck so. off might have had the witching hour. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't. Think hatchet radio was more of a loose streaming thing. Yeah. And then uh, hatchet radio, w, I think, was more about music. W, whereas W fuck off is where they had yeah. segmented shows. Right, right. Although, to be fair, if we're keeping it real, they were doing the Shaggy show and all that kind of shit oh, way for as ago. long as the internet existed. But nothing. For ICP nothing. was like one of the first bands that went that ever went on. Nothing for nothing. When they did do the W fuck off shit, that was pretty high level like podcasting in like 2000 around this time, like 2006, six, seven around that. Who the fuck else was doing that? And, and nobody. I, I, you know, I'm gonna go on a crusade about that now. That's my new crusade for okay. ICP. I, I always have, to have one every once and again. No, okay. And uh, they definitely fucking, like, everybody knows how much they pioneered, like, their use of the internet, but that no one's given them props on how much they had, like, the podcast thing down. With, like, organically, though. 
Like, they weren't, like... Like, there was no... I don't think there was one ad on W Fuck Off uh, at all. Well, but yeah, had, but like, you want to know what? The Here's studio, the thing. nice cameras, like, good. They would I would be... Well, and by the way, that eventually turned into Weekly Freakly and the Weekly Freakly Weeklies and all no, that Weekly shit. No, Weekly Freakly was something different. Weekly Freakly was, like, a, uh, a written thing. Well, no, it, originally that's what it was, but then it turned into... In fact, that's where Fats Peppers and fucking... Uh, when they were dead, they were calling that weekly freaky. Oh, okay. Yeah, by the time that came out, that's which, when yeah, I Which, yeah, no, like, you're right, but that's, that's again... That's I made fun of Fat so Which, much oh, by the way... When he fucking... No, I know, but it. they did... No, listen, but so this is what I will say, because you were talking about this in a different way, I will agree, that, uh, you want to talk about they were on the cutting edge or something. They were on the cutting edge of blogging. Realistically, oh, huge. yeah, yeah. For the idea, because that's what post, status posts are, realistically, it's yeah. just a blog. And fucking, because people don't know that blog means weblog, so it just means a log of your things on the web. Yeah. So your Facebook page is a blog. But one way or another, fucking, they were doing, again, with the, the, the Mass Ninja reports, we know, you know, whoever that was, uh, Tom Dub and Dick Jelly Nuts and uh, the fucking Shaggy Show. Which is really cool because technically speaking, it's the same Shaggy show they're doing now. It's yeah. still Shaggy, yeah. so that's still the Shaggy show. And the Shaggy, like, who's gonna give Shaggy credit for having an online fucking, uh, basically an online podcast or an online news video content for fucking what twenty years now? I want to make it. He broke his arm on camera. I saw it on fucking I the episode too, of Tom yeah. Segura. Yo, I or, or your mom's house, or whatever. I watched it on the clip of the pals thing because I watched that when he I never got. On. I never got into it. Yeah, I go through. I go. If you haven't noticed, I go through phases where I get into like the niche shit for yeah. a while. Oh yeah. Cause something, you know how I roll. They'll do something that really grabs me. No, for sure. And then I'm into it until I'm not. You no, of course. No, and you're not somebody that's gonna like something ironically or for anybody's approval. No, you're gonna like, like it if you like it, like it, it, you don't yeah, if you don't. That's it, yo. So and Shaggy's so funny, dude. Like that's why it was perfect. He just knows Shaggy's such a good entertainer, man. He really is. And like, oh, I agree. And, and it shines. When you watch it, I do. So I, I think it was the the most recent Hollywood performance. I was watching a video of it, and the way he was fucking. It was. I'm pretty sure they're doing the Ned and game. Oh, and it was doing his. When they put the spotlight on he was that. doing the well, so he he poured the fago out in exactly as much time, just about as it took to do that intro, and then like it would like dude just doing it slow, just like again natural showman. Yeah. And by the way, they both are. That's why it's like, and this is one of these things I also want to say, like I personally reject this notion that Jay and Shaggy just don't like to work together and don't like to, like, see each other. I'm sure that they've worn on each other after this many years, but... I think it was the um, No Jumper interview. They explained it pretty candidly, and it seemed... I did listen to that one, by they, the way. Yeah, they said I it. I did listen they to that interview. very honestly, when they, they spent... It was just Jay, if I recall correctly. It was, it was one that... Uh, Without, it couldn't have been no jumper then because they were both there. Okay. And they, and they said it, uh, it was one of the more, it was in the past few years. No, I got they, you. They were like, uh, they were like, oh, when we see each other, they're like fucking, 
like a dog, uh, like dogs who haven't seen each other in Mad Long, and they like they run up to each other. And I remember that analogy because whoever was doing the interview was like, "Oh, it's like a dog seeing their master," and they're like, "Nah, motherfucker, it's like two dogs seeing each other." You know what I mean? Because they were almost inferring like, like who, why would he even say? You know what I mean? A dog First of all, master, yeah. Like, no, and, but, but like, no, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. When two dogs that like each other, that grew other. up together, that yeah. haven't seen each other in a while, you get super excited. Yeah, and but like they. Uh, they said that they give each other a lot of space because they work together all the time. Yeah. And I can tell you, you know, I, you, you know, I know you were in a group, kind of, you know, with Jay. You know what I mean? But I like, I don't know if you. Uh, guys that was honestly together, no. Like, well, I, listen, we were very close. That 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 I would be lying if I said that wasn't true. But with that said, um, it's I've been I was doing it by myself for so much longer that being a part of a group was a very, like, if I was, if it was to be said that I was part of a group, it would be said that I was part of Mission Infect. Right. But that group dynamic is also different because we all that's exist on other sides of the country. I'm talking exactly. like when you're like, like no, exactly. dang, no, I know exactly know, what you're like, saying and that's what know, I mean. I've never really, of, with yeah. Jay and I, it was kind of like that, but. I know what it's like when you love somebody, but you appreciate your space. That's any kind of relationship. Like we all, no, that know, a point in time can be we, said we were beyond rapping. music or we were anything. Rapping, and then we're in the studio, and we made Club Ugly, which was a movie, you know, which is ten years old now. This Valentine's Day, holy shit, that's coming up. That's next week. Yes, it is. I have a movie that's fucking ten years old. That's crazy. Yeah, it um, is. It's on YouTube if anybody wants to watch it. Um, but uh, yeah, so as far as ICP being sick of each other, I don't think it's like that at all. I don't either. You know, I think, but it's just naturally you give each other space. Know what I mean? Well, because the other thing too is that everybody. Content. They also one day it'll be said how much they create, dude. They they have so much shit. Uh, you know what I mean? And they're bro, always no, listen, making more. I literally I was just saying this a moment ago, and I a thousand percent believe this to be true. I, Shaggy does not get the credit that he deserves for being basically one of the first people to have like an online show of his own shit. Like, the way that everybody does now. Like, a, a version of a reality show. Right. Like, I remember Pantera made a, made a tour diary. But these were, these were like, more than tour diaries. And they spanned over years. Like, ICP was doing this shit from way before anybody else. And that was fucking verified and... Um, I'm trying to think of the right word here, but whatever. That... For the fact that they got a show on Fuse doing exactly that. Right. Just watching videos, talking shit. That's still, if you go into Fuse's catalog, it's not like they removed the oh, shit. Oh, dude, ICP did is hilarious. Bro. I'm saying. Like, Fuse was an what actual thing. What can you stream Fuse on? That's a good question. I have no idea. I want to watch that now. <laughs> I fucking <coughs> loved ICP Theater. Bro, you want to know what? The shit, nothing for nothing, because I hate how it always comes back to this, but you want to be this way, and it's fine. I want to be it. this way. All right, I, 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 this should be good. No, no, it's, it's, that's just me being a dick. No, but Twisted, obviously, they're going to get brought up like a shitty ex-girlfriend. But, like, <laughs> if they fucking... If they... I assumed they were gonna do that kind of shit, what ICP did, by, like, doing ICP theater, you know what I mean? Like, no, they, we, they, and you've talked, they, you've talked about that. They're just as funny, like, they, well, I thought, at least, like, they are audio, you know, like, you know. I, no, listen, bro, we've said this before, I'm pretty sure I've said this before, 
But I think, like, you know, also, money talks and bullshit walks. And, like, yeah, hey, listen, you, know, you ain't like, wrong about that. And ICP but, might be the funnier one in the, in the end. Like, yeah, and you know what? You know, there is. This is all I can say. I would say almost certainly, definitely, 100% guaranteed, double stamp, no races. I always, money. again, because I stopped going, I especially stopped going, now that every fucking ICP seminar, the fucking tradition is a trash fight, fuck off. I, was I ain't going was, nowhere I, near I, I that shit. I when that started. It was, fuck off. When I was younger, it was no. fun. Oh, thank anymore. you. Everything. I got, I've got hit in the balls, dude, with fucking... I think it was a two-liter. Um, and I also seen, a, uh, like, a half a stick of Velveeta. I, you right want to know what, though? Face. I'm sorry, but it, it really... Video, but that's... that's it is, no, listen, if you're that kind of juggalo, then yeah, it's fun. I was, and I've just, like, as a... I think life's all about change. And if you're into the Lotus Parable, which I imagine a lot of us are, you know, it's about, like, you know, like having a trash fight in your fucking late tween, you know, when you're on drugs in your early 20s, but then allowing the other people to fucking have the I, I'm not fight stopping nobody, you know. shit, and I'm also not vilifying them, I'm just a, like, you know when I, I say like, fuck that, I'm saying fuck that for you know me. What, you know what I don't like about it, though, and that this, but it became a tradition, I guess, I guess, like, because from what I remember... I, I think it started at the Twisted Seminar in 2007, and then it carried over to the ICP seminars. But I've also done a lot of drugs and gone to some gatherings, so... Yeah, well, but that I, is that is the general state of things. And that is why I can't wait for the Hog Rock one, because it said that it was a Bro, I only went to seminar. I only went to one, and I do not remember the majority of it. Right. Like, I'll tell go, you right you know now. me, dude. I used to love the seminars. So no, I, I listen. The seminars were, like, the one of the main things for me in the early years, and this is what I was going to say, was that the ICP seminars were more important, but the Twisted seminars were always funny. Oh, fuck yeah. They were always funny. Yeah, and that and was all the shit that That's why I agreed with you when I... Because I know we've talked about this before, where you said that he... That, that they... Would it would have made sense for them to they did the to do well, but to do comedy in some kind of form some or fashion, way, yeah. which they seem not to be interested in doing, which is weird considering. Excuse me. You want to know what? Here's actually, I have a theory. I could be wrong, but I think that what they're doing with all this astronomicon shit is that they're slowly building their way towards making Maybe an actual a film. Movie. Yo, that would be smart. That'd be the smart way to do I it. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they were trying to do because that's like everything about the MNE brand is very horror centric and very underground centric and like I could see that very fan centric. I would so be, like I would fucking go see it immediately. I would probably see it too. I'm not even going to lie and it's like I don't know, maybe I would pirate it because them getting a theatrical release would be like... That probably wouldn't happen, but I fucking... You want to know what, though? Here's the thing. If it did happen, I would... If they could convince Kevin Smith to make a movie, because think about it like this. Kevin Smith made... Kevin, Uh, you don't know that. uh, Kevin Smith made Red State. I know, but like... So, like... You know what? It depends on how much Kevin Smith would charge them to direct a movie, which would probably be a considerable amount. Yeah, probably. And I've watched a lot of Kevin Smith interviews because he's one of my fucking... Yeah, I've watched a few. I've seen some of his And he's always, like, asking people, like, when he's with Tom Segura, he was was in your mom's house, and he's like, oh, look at this studio. You guys want to make a movie? Da-da-da-da. Like, he's always trying to get some money, dude. He's not, like, 
it's a fucking like fantasy that you think like he's like backpedaling and like all this cash like Oh, would, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't necessarily think I don't think, think that, he would just out of a kindness of his heart like direct a twist Well, I'm me, not saying you know? that he like, would either. What I'm saying is that money to get him to Yeah, but you want to know what there is something to be said about if you come to somebody with a good enough project. Right. So, who knows? All I'm saying is that it feels to me You know what? I think that seems know, to be what they're like the, Whoever did the babysitter movies? Have you seen that? The sitter? So. No. Oh, those movies are dope. All right. Because it's good horror comedy. Okay. Not that Kevin Smith can't do that, but, like, I think they would be good in league with, like, a true, like, fucking, I don't know, like, sla- like slasher. Or, the way I always saw it was, like, a stoner comedy, you know, right. of some kind. Well, I mean, stoner slasher is a thing. That Yo, that would be beautiful. But anyways, back to the fucking goddamn album man well cause you wanna know what just as far as we're talking about that time period if I'm recalling correctly was um Tales from the fucking Carnival well no well there was also that yeah I thought it was Chronicles Chronicles of the Dark Carnival is that what it was yes and it's terrible and I love it (laughs) I love it no I was gonna say I'm pretty sure that's right around uh Man's Myth and Mutant wasn't it like right around that time yeah those DVDs bro do you remember those Vaguely. I more so remember Man's Myth because that was the, the album. Story of Our Lives well, I, I certainly remember the video. Yeah. I definitely remember that. Yeah, and it was uh, Soda FX, I believe. Probably. They were doing everything. Oh, no, yeah. Soda, because you want to know what? That right there was clearly a yeah. juggalo. <laughs> a juggalo that had a fucking a, 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 an operation that was doing real shit. Because he was. Soda effects did all kinds of shit. And he, he put ICP in Death Racers. He didn't have to do that. Yeah. But here's the other part. Dude, that, I watched Death Racers and that movie was so, bad, so fucking dude. bad. And like, like it was calm songs. Why can't And that's why, you know, that's why that's it actually relates to the episode cuz it was calm songs. Oh my god. Like of all the songs. And yeah, that's that is that's if anything that just shows that Soda FX was a real ass juggalo. If he was using if he was using deep cuts like that, or that's like what they could lease at the time that I they guess. had ownership over. Ah, that's actually a good point. All the major cards. Considering, were on major I mean, when, like you know, a Chicken Hunt did show up on a couple different movies, or I think there was a what movies? Uh, the Great White Hype. Really? Yes, the Great White Hype. Uh, Chicken Hunt, I'm pretty sure was in that. And the then boxing I, movie? I think yes. I believe so. And I only say that With because David I have... And Woody Harrelson? Yes. Yes. I barely remember that movie. I barely remember it, too. I just remember reading somewhere on the internet that fucking Insane Clown Posse had a song on the soundtrack. Okay. But I also... There was a movie called Fear, and the cover of the yeah, movie was Isham. a wooden face. Yeah. ICP has a song on that. Really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. If Isham's got a song... It was a bunch of horrorcore, if I recall correctly. I gotcha. But in any case... Um, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, ICP showed up, but here's the fucking real deep cut that nobody ever seems to remember was, um, it was Drew Barrymore, Never Been Kissed, when they rolls up, when it rolls up playing, uh, KMK. Suburban life ain't what it says. I think it's Scream, isn't it? No, it wasn't Scream. Oh, okay. It was not Scream. It was a Drew Barrymore movie. Uh, Drew Barrymore was in that, but briefly. Uh, but no, you want to know what, because obviously, you know, we're getting there, we're getting on in time, we gotta wrap it up. But, um... I wanted to say that I really do think that 
for what the calm and the tempest were, just so we can tie it all back around, you know, so we can remain remotely topical, is I feel like, especially if what you're saying is true, which is that they were just getting beats piecemeal from fucking Mikey Clark and he wasn't really doing deep work on them like he normally would. And they got other people to fill in the gaps or whatever. They wouldn't do that again until um, Bang Pow Boom. And Wait, Bang Pow Boom? He didn't do the work on that album? No, he, they worked together. That's what I was. Again. Okay, that's exactly. He started what, going on tour. Yes, he okay. came out exactly. and did albums, the Mikey Clock murder mixes. That's when they rekindled everything. Right. And this, this was is, the beginning of them like but starting this is my, to work together. This again. is my point, and this is what I'm trying to say about the whole of the, the projects at the time, was. It really does speak to their ability to just adapt and continue to create in that, you know, listening to these projects, they're not bad. They're definitely not bad. It's just that when you created shit that was so good already to try to almost immediately, because it really was almost immediately. After Hell's Pit came out, was immediately they were already like, "All right, fuck it, we're gonna keep going now." And because so many people, for the record, because people don't necessarily talk about it as much anymore, but there were plenty of people that thought that they were pretty much just gonna retire. Yeah. And at that, like after the six came out, and then I think like, I wonder if the gathering got them to think like, "No, maybe we shouldn't." I you think know what that, I, mean? I think a few things happened where they saw festivals. Yeah. And this is a good way to end this. Um, they seen festivals and then understood what they had. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. it could be bigger than just their fan base, but still never straying from it. Still maintaining, maintaining the, the core integrity of the, of the whole thing. No, true thing. indeed. Absolutely. But they did it in such by the choosing of the acts that they would book, you know. You know, like they, and that, and also location, and that, whether it was by choice or not, became something of legend and cultural fucking staple when it started taking place at a little place called Hog Rock, (laughs) which is what we'll be talking about next time, and the Eye of the Storm, which one could say was Hog Rock, you know, in many ways. Yeah, that too, uh, which uh, you know, we've, uh, if not directly said all that uh, in the past, uh, alluded to it. But, uh, but now we're going to unpack the fucking, the first one, fucking nits and grits. I'm only going to be able to really speak on the year I went, because I remember a lot. That's the first year. The way right? 2008 was the first year at Agron? No, it was 2007. That's what I was about to you say. You weren't there? Nope. Man, uh, so it's gonna be me, or we need to get somebody else. Well, no, but listen, okay, fair enough. I, first of all, I'm into that, but second of all, uh, I will say that 2008. No, 2008 was crazy too. The uh, that was the year they filmed the Family Underground, and I'll just the one thing I'll never forget was the parking lot night, which is the reason I'll never miss another one. Is just the fucking line of cars because we got there super super early when there was no fucking body there. And then just that night, like literally, it's crazy to me to know that you have been able to see that level of like actual fucking magic in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why people go to Burning Man. That's why people go on fucking vision quests in the desert. That's what I felt like the first time, my first gathering at the 
mud bowl. We, you were there, right? Oh, yeah. That remember one I was there the for. the line went into a fucking neighborhood? Do you remember that? The line of cars went into a fucking suburban neighborhood. <laughs> no, I don't and remember like, that. Yo, That's fantastic, I though. I love in it. in a fucking neighborhood, <laughs> inching along. Because it was like a farm. And I think was I was asleep in the car and I woke up when we got there. Yo, we, yo, you, we, and I remember looking over. We like, also might have got there I remember early. looking over behind like a shed in like some fucking suburb and like there's a juggalo like taking a piss. I remember getting there and the green villain is fucking doing, Riding car- it. doing a cartwheel kick to a motherfucker in a puddle. <laughs> or or a gi- like a giant fucking, oh man, bad motherfucker. I remember but, seeing a guy, or well, not a guy, a lot of guys and girls riding a huge inflatable dick. Bigger than anyone that I ever fucking, I've fought in a few of my Well, you want to know what you can do with an inflatable dick. I think I know exactly what you can do with an inflatable dick. You can scoop the fucking lube. And fold the flop. And then you can go away until next time, but don't, I don't want to say it like Ugh. that. Because I actually love y'all, so... Uh, if you made it through this one, you're you're a real fan. Because this, oh man, this one went fucking all over the place. But I love y'all. Terminal-wellness.com. Go check out what the fuck has Canadians all pissed off. Tell him Uncle Ernie sent ya. Yeah, and he fucking did. (laughs) Because it's okay to pass away. Especially, uh, I, I don't know. I was going to say, especially if you're a juggalo, but that sounds kind of fucked That's up. That's pretty fucked up. Exactly. Oh, man. It's especially okay for us to pass away. <laughs> you know, I am. Oh.